0: Ahoy, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled, your favourite fact podcast is back once again. Uh, Entrusting you to decide whether the facts that we will deliver are worth sharing, whether they are pub ammo or whether they should be chucked in the bin of nonsense once and for all. My name is Dan, thank you so much for being there. Uh, I've got facts for you this week all about squats about ice cream and prisoners of war. Mark is also here. What do you have? Right, this week for you, I've got something about chewing gum, something about patriot states and why your brain and your eyes play a trick on you. Chewing gum, you town crier. Connor is also here. <laughs> what have you got, Con? Uh, we're going to talk about the human body, uh, body of a turtle and also long words. There you go. (laughs) I tell you what. If you were thinking of not sticking around, a fact from Connor explaining long words, that's reason to be here for the end of the pod. Uh, We'll see you in a sec. It's a brand new episode of Baffle.
1: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right.
0: Very quickly before we start, we came into the studio all happy, all jolly, all feeling the fine uh, sensations of what has been a very sunny week in the UK. Uh, Connor, I, I don't want to say you're a mood killer, but you deflated my balloon. Uh, explain what you, you were saying before we click record. You look like an absolute moron, pal. You're wearing a baffled T-shirt with a baffled bottle with a snapback that I can only describe as something from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air with the baffled logo behind you. I mean, it's just a picture to remember. I've taken a picture on my phone and it's there forever. So and you, you have not got the memo about selling the merch, have you? Yeah. Could you could you could you could you do that again in a, in a in a way that would make people who are listening and maybe watching want want to buy the merchandise that I'm wearing? Yeah, uh, uh, of course. Yeah, go buy the merchandise because I don't have any yet, but Dan seems to have a, the whole collection. So go buy the merch so that I can see what it looks like on somebody, please. So what I'm wearing. I am wearing the bath baff- like our logos, orange and blue and pink. Fantastic for someone that's colourblind. I'm wearing the T-shirt of that, and it, yeah, it does look a bit like I was. I would run a marathon, but I'd look great doing it. And also, we've got these baffled water bottles keeping your fluids perfectly chilled. And they do look like they would withstand a zombie apocalypse if that's coming. So at least they'll have some (laughs) record of this podcast in the debris and the aftermath. Listen, we've got nine facts for you. All you need to do, decide whether they are worth sharing or whether they should be chucked away. Uh, I'm going to take it first this week. In Cluj, which is in Romania, 20 squats get you a free ride on a bus. As in, squats isn't a currency, as in actually (laughs) doing 20 squats. If you do... You're not just telling me the cost of a of a bus ticket, right? So <laughs> I'm playing I'm playing slightly fast and loose with the truth because this was a trial. So if you're listening and being really pernickety, this this happened in two weeks, I think about six months ago. But at the time, in a bid to promote fitness and health, you would go to a particular bus station. They had a very smart computerised camera, and if you did twenty squats in front of it, it would give you a free bus ticket. It's not a bad idea, actually. I think it's got quite a good incentive behind it. Completely ridiculous at the same time of actually trying to encourage some exercise. But well, you're using the bus, you need some exercise, bit, right? Think about the exercise that it's encouraging though: squats. Or oh, well, what was that given you? Like it's not doing your cardio any good. It's not making you less fat. It's just giving you a lovely ass. Also, as well, it's not really something that you know. You're usually getting the bus during the day. You may be nipping around the shops. So you might just be a little bus trip. I mean, a squat is quite an intense form of exercise to just pull out the bag, you know? Squat's quite hard work. Now, I know uh, know this is 2022 and we're all uh, uh, 20th century men. Having said that, they've done they've done their work here, Romania. In the mm. press release that they sent out, in all the articles, the only photos were of insanely hot women <laughs> doing do it, squats. Yeah. Like they were no they like, know how to yet coverage <laughs> yeah. in the mirror and the sun. Though, yeah. They they were no like obese, unhealthy people who could actually do with a bit of health work doing it. No, you picked the fittest Eastern Europeans ever. That's the um, thing in it. I mean, surely if you want to encourage exercise, r- just Stop the buses. Get people to walk. No more buses. you got to walk. <laughs> yeah. Cut the public transport. <laughs> the systems yeah. to get you around, gone. You have to walk bloody everywhere. Rather than, in order to get on a bus, which you might be able to walk it, we're going to get you to do 10 squats. No. Just walk it. The I bus no longer exists. Fill. Walk it. I can't help but feel like it called for desperate measures. Maybe the, the, sort of the fitness and the, the health side of Romania was really at a low at the point that this decision was made because this is completely moronic. But at the same time, it must be a moment where they're like, God, the people in this city are really bloody unhealthy. What can we do to just get them to do something? And this was the answer. This will wind up, Connor. You know, there's nothing more than Con loves than getting on a little political soapbox. But check this out, Connor. You've just moved to London a bus ticket in Cluj, Romania only costs like half a euro, 50 cents. Th- think the extortionate price they're charging you to get around on TFL. I know, I know, it's a bloody not. Actually, it's, buses aren't too bad. Yeah, they're not too bad 50 with a hopper, you can take two in an hour as well. Not yeah, right yeah, yeah, but the old, the old big trains, <laughs> I call them big trains as opposed to the tubes. Tubes, fair reasonable, is what it is. Big trains, bleeding expensive, I tell Are you. you five? The... I'm going to get a big train today. Yeah, let's get a big train. Yeah, big trains, big trains. The old big trains. The old big Lot trains. Of money. How many, how many squats do you reckon you have to do to get on a big train, mate? Well, I'll tell you what, if I was avoiding the old fees on those big trains, I would easily pull 100 out of the bag. There and then, even on a hot day, I'd give it a go, no problem. Yeah. Throw a couple of lunges in just for good fun, you know. Yeah. yeah. Where, whatever you need, whatever you need. I'm your man. Although I do have a pair of jeans, right, that are slightly too tight. When I say too tight, I bought them at a 29 waist, put weight on during lockdown. If I'd done a squat in those bad boys it would be hasta la vista. That would be a yeah. bad, bad, bad situation for me. On and the plus side, you might take out the k- ticket conductor as that button goes popping across the carriage. Yeah, and if, you're, if, if you want a super off-peak to Hull from London, I mean, it's, yeah, that's a 1,000 squats there and then. That, that's a whole PT workout. Yeah. Yeah, there absolutely. you go. Head to Cluj. You might have to do it six months ago. And then do 20 squats outside the first smart sports bus station. Uh, which would get you a free ride on a bus for just 20 squats. Mark, give us your first fact of the show. You're completely blind for about 40 minutes per day. So when your eyes move, your brain. So when your eyes move, your brain purposely blocks your vision, which is also why you can't see the motion of your own eyes in a mirror. Bit similar to the um nose fact, that kind of concept that the brain can kind of overall what the eyes see. So Obviously, we, we was talking about the fact that your, your nose is actually visible, but your brain decides to ignore it. It's cool that. That's really cool. You love so that actually, fact, don't like, you? Yeah, no, I <laughs> like facts. Yeah, like, yeah you love really the nose fact. That yeah, nose like yeah, find- you love, you do you do bring it up whenever there's any yeah, kind any of chance. smart mind facts. Oh yeah, it's just like that one about the the eyes uh, blanking out the nose. Yeah, do you remember that time where I dug into science and believed it? Yes, that moment. Let's talk about it more. Now this is cool. So just it basically just blocks out certain parts, so it overalls to about 40 seconds a day. Uh, 40 minutes per day. So basically it's called Sadakic Masking. Uh, and without it, you would look, you know, when like you see someone who's filmed something on an iPhone and it's really shaky and it's all handheld, that is what your life would look like if your brain didn't do this. So that's why the vision you get in your eyes is a lot clearer, is a lot nicer than what you see if you just hand held a camera. Do you ever think? I do, yes. That maybe someone else's vision is completely different to yours. I often thought, yeah. I remember when I was young and I saw the film Terminator for the first time. And you know on Terminator, mm. he's got loads of information in his eyes. I often thought, well, do other people have that? You know, Are no, people uh, seeing completely different things? Like, are they getting... Well, yes, to you, because you're colorblind, That's true. So a lot of people are <laughs> yeah. seeing different to you. No, I'm, I'm, right, I'm right here with you on this one, because I actually used to think like this when I was a kid, and I still do now. It's like, we, we all like, kind of expect, and obviously it's, it's pretty... Fair to say that we probably are seeing the same thing because we react to the same. If we threw a ball towards all three of us, we'd all try and dodge it. We're seeing the same things, but you do always wonder whether you are seeing it in the same way. I I, I have that thing. Because how do you actually physically prove it? Like you can describe and stuff, but it's very hard to know exactly how somebody else is seeing it. Find it quite interesting. Something science will never know. This taps into ah. a bonus fact. You know when you see a car wheel travelling really fast down the motorway and it yes. appears to go backwards? Yes. That's yeah. because it's moving at a higher kind of frame rate than your eyes and brains can register. So it, yeah. your your brain can't keep up with how fast it's moving, so it kind of makes it, it look like it's, like it's going backwards. backwards. Yeah. Do you know what, Roy? Well, I've, I've got something to say here on this when we talk about science. It's good. It's a out. podcast that you're paid to do. So yeah. I yeah. hope you've got something maybe, to say. Just maybe. Just thinking maybe. If yeah, these can get the kids... Idea these kids at university that create all these bullshit scenarios and studies that we sometimes find with these facts, invested a little bit of time and knowledge into things like this. With, do we all see the same? We may be somewhere in 10 years' time. Maybe. Just maybe. I don't know how you would ever find that out. Though. I mean, it's quite tough, isn't it? Um, I thank you very much. So the reason that you're not getting shaky cam whenever you lurk is your brain is flattening it out in front of, literally in front of your very eyes. Connor, give us your first facts of this here podcast. Okay, so we have spoke quite a bit about long words before and, and things like that, but the longest word ever is 189,819 letters long, and it means tintin, uh, which is a protein. This word is so big that I obviously can't say it. Uh, what I'm going to do, we're going to ask producer Adam to hopefully put a link in the description notes of this. I encourage you to go... Have a little look at that link. Your laptop can't even refresh the page enough to keep up with it when you're scrolling down. My MacBook Pro couldn't keep up with how big this word was. It couldn't load it. It was that long. All right, someone's showing off there, all right? My MacBook Pro. So, yeah. Connor, what do you, uh, what do fi- you think fi- about fi- this fi- fact? It's complete and utter f- nonsense, and this yeah, is what I, I wanted to say. go into, right? Why do we need a word that is 189,000-whatever well, long we always speak about this. How long, with long- does that take to utter- say that word? It's utterly pointless. It's mate, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, it's just complete nonsense. It's not it's not even a word. I'm just gonna give you a little idea, lads, so you can see here. If you can see in that camera, this is the word scrolling <laughs> It, it, down. it, it, it does look like a page of code.
1: Page. It mean, must it. be a sign down the page. Sp-
0: you know what this is though? It's it's We've covered facts like this on the show before. It's just scientists having a laugh. It's like they've got a ball a fair you know, they're looking into proteins. I mean, it's not the most exciting field of science, I can't imagine. So how can we jazz up our day a little bit? Well, let's just give one an absurd, let's make the longest word ever. Let's break the world record for the longest possible word. Do you reckon they just all sat in a room and just went, a e. D, C, yeah. and that and that's how they created it. Yeah. It just, it really, it just, it just frustrates me a little bit. So I kind of look at it like this is so utterly, like, pointless and utterly ridiculous. It's kind of it, what, it, what it gets to me is it's like I think that scientists sit there and think, "Hey, we got loads of knowledge. We know loads more than you." And then they do this type of thing, which puts us off even more digging into what it is that they know. They just take the piss and it annoys me. It really annoys just, me. I'm three and a half hours it takes to say that one word. I don't know it's why it annoys you. It's a, it's a laugh. Like these people have thought, right, let's let's make the longest word ever about a protein that literally no one cares about. And it's going to take you three and a half hours to say. Like it's just, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a rub, isn't it? Yeah, no, exactly. They're having a laugh. They are having a laugh. But at our expense, because my bloody computer can't even load it when I open it up. Nonsense, you got to even say it. Oh, it's just annoying, but yeah. That is officially the world's longest word. A hundred and eighty-nine thousand eight hundred and nineteen letters. Do you reckon they put that in a dictionary? Because I'll tell you what, it ain't fitting in a pocket sized dictionary. What? <laughs> Not that any pocket sized dictionary has ever fitted in any pocket ever. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a pocket sized dictionary. That's a new thing. I didn't even know that existed. Um, they also I like the fact that they didn't bother getting up to twenty. You know, it's like one hundred eighty-nine thousand nine hundred nineteen, or whatever it is. They, yeah. they you know, they got bored at that yeah, point. Went, oh, no. pe- pens out of ink. Sorry, boys. I am not but making oh, it a uh, nice round number. Ultimately, though, it does come down to that, doesn't it? Like, why? Like, when? Why? How? Like, at what? You know, one hundred eighty-nine thousand eight uh, hundred not whatever. What? Why that? When did it stop? At what point did they go? Yeah, we're being idiot oh, shit, Like, honestly, it's just so annoying. But I'm glad anyway. that you. I'm glad that you've brought that fact to the table with that reaction, because if Mark or I had brought that, you would have been absolutely fuming that someone had done it. So I'm glad that you're equally as annoyed. Yeah, I was actually just completely backing myself up with all of these type of things, the fact that they are nonsense and they do not need to exist. So that, as you say, is going in the bin of nonsense. Thank you. Right, second fact of the show for me. It's been a nice hot week here in the UK at the time of recording. Beautiful Um, week. So you might have had a, an ice, a 99 ice cream. Connor, for those who don't live in the UK and don't know what a 99 flake is, can you describe it? Yes, it's just a type of vanilla ice cream called a Mr Whippy. It's like a version of vanilla ice cream. You get that on a comb with a nice little flake in it. A Cadbury's flake, and it costs you, well, usually 99p, inflation in, you know, central £3.50, but yeah. Well, here's the thing, it doesn't cost you 99p because that's not why it's called a 99 flake. The 99 ice cream was named for the King of Italy. Uh, During the 50s, when ice cream merchants became very popular, most of them were Italian. The king of Italy at the time had an elite bodyguard consisting of 99 men. So anything elite, anything premium and top tier were called 99s. So the elite ice cream that they made was called a ninety-nine. So, your 99 Mr. Whippy that you're getting is nothing to do with the fact it might have once been 99 pence. It's because the King of Italy had 99 bodyguards. Is this a little Mandela effect, though? Have we all believed that it used to be 99p because it was called the 99? And actually, Mm. it never was. I don't Ah. think for more on the Mandela effect, you can listen to the Connor Explains scroll back on your podcast Ah. feeds. I don't think anyone genuinely believed it. I just think it's the logical explanation. I think, you know, no one knows why it was called the 99. Why would you jump to a conclusion that it was made for the King of Italy? So they're going, well, I don't know, maybe it was 99p and then someone said it to someone else. I don't don't think anyone's actually ever believed they were 99p. I don't think it's the same as the Mandela effect. It's just kind of a, a common... It's unagi. more like, yeah, it, it, it's more, it's more just like something everyone has assumed. Ah, oh, salmon skin roll. <laughs> Why are you doing random friends quotes? Because I was thinking the same thing as Mark when he said Mandela effects. I was like, unagi, I'm right there with oh, you, boy. Okay. Absolutely. Oh, that's what you're going for, okay. <laughs> yeah. no, you, I don't, even, I, I don't even think in friends it means Pivot. that. I don't even think, don't even think in friends it <laughs> means no, so We that. can all do it. So there you go. Yeah, it's... um. I mean, it's not costing you anything like 99p, not in Johnson's Britain, not in Sadiq Khan's so, uh, London. It's actually a strong fact to that, because I would have always thought that it was 99p for the fact it was 99p, but I'm interested to know that there's actually a history to that. Ridiculous. Well, it's coming, it's coming to summer. So if you're in the UK and you're getting a 99, you can be that person when someone says, oh, you know why they're called 99s. Oh, I do know. All I Thank will say is... Thank you for asking, I know. All I will say is, with the heat wave in the UK and obviously everybody else having loads of some because you live in other countries that aren't UK, when you see your local ice cream man, don't get a vanilla. Go for an oyster with a lemon ice. See you what, that is a new order for me from the ice cream man. It is great. That's so South End on sea, isn't it? Having an oyster ice cream. Get yourself a Twister. Get a lovely Twister. The world's best ice cream. Or here's an ad that they've not paid for. The Ben and Jerry's Peace Pop. My word. It's it's different gravy. It is a game changer. I mean, it is setting you back. It is setting you back, but it's fantastic. Mark, give us your second fact of the show. Saint Valentine was the patron saint of love and marriage, of course, which is why we celebrate Saint Valen- or which is why we celebrate Valentine's Day. But did you know he was also the patron saint of beekeeping, epilepsy, asthma? He was the patron saint against fainting and also. Of the plague. Are you saying patron saint? Yes, yeah, the patron saint. You said paint, like paint. Did I? Yeah, there you go. How does he get all this? <laughs> uh, I think they just... You know, <laughs> well, he was like, that. guys, I've got on, a bit of free on, time. Hold on, hold on, I can't believe that is the question that you think of straight away. How does he get all these things? My thing is, like, why do we need a saint for those things? Dan's like, well, well how does he get well, all that's those? The I not want a slice of this. <laughs> no, no, not like that. It, it, it's one and the same with yours. Like, what has he done that makes people think... He's a patron saint of beekeeping and asthma and love. Like, what's the connection? I d- Who was this guy? Uh, so he was a, a priest or a bishop. No one's entirely sure. He was definitely a clergyman. Uh, he's a third century Roman saint. So he goes back Sorry, what? He was a, a, a what? what? Time. A, a whatman? A clergyman. It means he worked in the church. He was a priest or a bishop. Uh, so, strictly speaking, the 14th of February is St. Valentine's Day. Therefore, we celebrate St. Valentine's. And everyone's made it into this thing about love and romance because he is the patron saint of love and marriage. But strictly speaking, we should also be celebrating on those days beekeeping, epilepsy, asthma, not fainting and the plague. We should be celebrating all of those. So really wrap it all into one. If you're struggling for Valentine's Day ideas for next year for your better half, just think about a bit of beekeeping Think about avoiding the plague or just not getting up too quickly so you don't faint. Right, here's where I'm at. Here's where I'm at, right? Celebrating love for Valentine's. I'm here for it. I don't really think Valentine's is that good. I'm up for doing something with my girlfriend, chilling out, but all these over expensive restaurants where you usually pay 20 quid and it costs you 100, I don't agree with, right? But why are we celebrating asthma? Surely we should, ins- we should be celebrating the inhaler because that stops asthma, right? And that is what you should get, Hayley, for Valentine's Day next year. Asthmatic or not, get her an inhaler. So you're and telling explain me. explain it's because St. Valentine's also the patron saint of asthma. And then she'll go, right. oh, that's so thoughtful. Thank you. And then you get off the hook without right. having to buy anything too expensive. So <laughs> what she needs, what she needs on the 14th of February for me is your local honey, an inhaler, some nausea and dizziness tablets and a good old kiss. And they all tick the boxes. Yeah. And don't give her the plague. I was... Oh. I, yeah, I wasn't I, I, planning on that one anyway. I'll, I'll leave yeah, that j- one j- Just in year. case, just in case. It was kind of ringing a bell, so I, I've been scrolling back through the podcast feeds to see if you ever did a Connor Explains on Valentine's Day. And no, we missed a trick. Instead, around the 14th of February, you explained Polynesia. So there you go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Who he was the patron saint for, probably. You done a bit there, probably, I don't know. Hang on, let me have a look. I wonder what he actually did. Like, not on the list. But what did he do? Become a saint? It, yeah. Like you have, you have to be pretty good to become a saint, right? Sorry, Mark. There is something that I really need to know with this here. When you say, because uh, as much as we're making a sort of a joke about it, I'm intrigued. When you say celebrate these things, you can't really celebrate passing out, right? And, and asthma. Like what? what, what I don't really understand the setup. Cele- but was you just joking with that, or were people actually celebrating this shit? Nope, that was just a joke. But thanks for. Right. Thanks for highlighting. All, it's more. All I had Oh, <laughs> <All laughs> Yeah, we'll I was like, all I can imagine is a bunch of olden people just like celebrating asthma. Like, wait, who can't breathe? Yeah, I can't. Wait, this is it's great. A bunch of asthmatic yeah. people just get together just to celebrate <laughs> Valentine. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, get a God. Connor, give us your second fact of the show, please. Okay, so scientists have figured this out with uh, humans, obviously kind of sometimes at half doing this, but uh, it takes three, three full rotations of a human head for it to fully fall off. You would die before that, though. You'd be dead before. Yes, you would be dead before. You'd be dead on about anything from a quarter to three quarters, I was reading. I mean, even at 180 degrees, you'd snap your neck. There are people with flexibility that can go really far. But obviously the idea of rotation is if you're sitting there, which this was interesting as well, when you rotate, you move. Obviously this is all meant to be static and you just move the neck. So obviously it's, you know, very easy for it to snap at like a quarter to halfway. But yeah, three full rotations. You're talking bone, anything going up to the brain, skin, the lot. Ripped off, mate. Head on the floor, body still standing. Three full rotations. Connor, this is your favourite type of fact because it's one someone can do at home. Don't do the full <laughs> three rotation. Yeah, but you yeah. can see how much uh, your head does turn a little bit. Um, Absolutely. What, does it, if you want does to, it, pull, like, if you- come off like the the lid to this brand new baffled bottle I've got, is it unscrewing like that? Pop. Pretty much, bud. Yeah, pretty much. Like the head yeah, just, you know, that. the head is off. But obviously, if you do want to participate in any of the facts today from baffled. Just click the link to the long word. Mm. Don't rotate your head. Yeah, absolutely um, not this yeah, one. Just because your brother's annoying you, do not go and rotate his head three yeah, times. Yeah. Please don't try it. But this yeah, up. so three full rotations and the head is uh yeah completely off. Which so we're not talking just a broken neck or hanging off. It's completely gone, clean off. God, they kept that one quietly, didn't they? they? Kept the guillotine makers in in use for years. Just we're not, to, talking, uh, just... We're, we're not talking hanging off. we're, yeah, not, no, we're yeah. talking god. Skin, just to gone, clarify. neck, yeah, just, gone, just to bone, gone. Exactly. Just in case you were like, you know, misunderstanding what I was saying, like the head is, is off the neck. Like it, it's gone. It's like next to the body. It's gone. How have they discovered that? Well, as I said to you, scientists have been looking into it. I tried to find whether they've done it to a dead body. But I don't. Then I was think I'm entering a part of the, you know, web on my work computer, which I probably shouldn't be on. So that's the kind of David would probably yeah. Those are the kind of web pages you visit and immediately get a visit (laughs) of your own from the police. Yeah, yeah. Or what I'm getting on my bloody TikTok. (laughs) That's all all the crap that I get sent on my TikTok. Um, Thank you very much, Connor. Now talking about TikTok, you can get involved with ours. We are at Baffled Pod. On TikTok, the easiest ooh, way. Ooh, the e- yeah. Explosions, 5,000 followers. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That is the level of special effects that we can afford for this show. Kind of just going pew, 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 pew. Now, the easiest way to do that, if you just go to baffledpod.com, you can kind of get all of the links to get in touch with us, follow us on TikTok and get in touch uh, using the email. That's on baffledpod.com as well. And it's also a brilliant place. You can get this fantastic merch, merch which I am... Sexually modelling, which Connor did a fantastic advert for at the start of the show. People pay for that quality of, you know, you should have done an ad to kind of sell ourselves for people who would like to pay. Imagine if, we, be- if we, this is the stuff that we want to sell. Imagine if we were selling Squarespace or the razors that everyone talks about. Imagine, oh, f***ing there's another bloody razor there, isn't it? Oh, you look like a mug with that razor. Yeah, but the thing is, all right, is that if you're buying a piece of merch, and I encourage everybody who is potentially going to buy the merch, buy it. Wear it individually. Don't do what Dan's doing. He's got a cup, t-shirt, bottle, the full shebang, sitting in front of a screen with the logo. It just doesn't work individually, right? And you'll be fine. Baffledpod.com. Hello, sorry to interrupt your podcast. We didn't do that. It's just been magically done for us. We do a podcast, which I think you might like if you like this podcast. Our podcast is called The A to Z of Men with me, Chris Brooks. And me, Scott Robinson. And what's the podcast about, Scott? I mean, what we're doing really is giving you an insight, a delve into the male mind. We're going through the alphabet letter by letter. I submit a word. Chris submits a word, and we battle it out to see what word goes into the A to Z of men. And you can get us wherever you get your podcast from. Just search for the A to Z of men.
1: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. and 365 day returns.
0: We got an email. We do. We got an email from Dion in Malta. We have many emails. We just don't want to read them all, but this pertains to actual interesting fact things. Yeah, it does. If you send us an interesting email, might get read out. Uh, This is from Dion, who is from Malta. He's emailed us. Says, hey boys, hope you're well. I recently found out about Baffled and have been listening to your episodes every day while working. Very interesting and funny. That's also a key bit to get your email read out. Just be really over the top about how much you love us. Uh, he said, I have a fact for you, which you may find interesting. Did you know that my country, Malta, is the most bombed country in the world? It'd be nice to be mentioned in your pod. Keep it up, boys. Regards, Dion. That, um, that's obviously very interesting. We, we, we wouldn't have shared that fact. You know, we'd think, oh, we can't. What, we, what fun are we going to have about a bombed country? Yeah, but a listener from I, uh... Malta telling us about it. That's interesting. I have a uh, message on Instagram, too, from somebody called John Dew, or D-E-W. That's pronounced Dew, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, there we go. He replied to me drinking wine at 27, saying I'm sophisticated. Cheers, John. He put, Dench podcast con. I put, you're liking it, man. Appreciate it. He put, baffled kicks ass. Hope your ass is okay, too. IBS is a f- <laughs> Stay true, bro. John, thanks for being there, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's what people know about you. How do you feel as you make your way in the world of fame? That what people—the real take-home that people all knows. If you're ever on yeah oh, that's that. Do you know what I love? That's you that, know that what guy I love? that gets the yeah. shit whenever he touches anything moderately spicy. Do you know what I love as well? Is that I put myself in John's shoes and what I imagine he's probably done? He's messaged and put baffled kicks ass and gone ass. Oh yeah, um, hope your ass is okay too. So it probably all happened at once there. So yeah, cheers, John. I mean, it's a weird thing to say to someone. Full stop. Hope your ass is okay. Hey, listen, I'm going to the States soon. Maybe I'll be there when you're listening to this. I'm going to Maine and then Boston in America. I'm going to wear my shirt. So if you are walking around Boston, uh, America, New York, the area, and it's meant to be f***ing hot, and you see a very, very sweaty, orange, blue and pink styled man, as Connor says, who who looks like a mug, a moron, come and say hello because that'll be me. I tell you what, all right, and I tell you right now, and I say this, I will never, ever compliment on any of the merch that you wear or the way that you dress ever again if you can actually meet somebody who listens to Baffled and get a photo in that shirt. But they have to be a listener. You can't fake it. If you do it, I'm out. I'll call it a day there. (laughs) Were you ever in? Baffledpod.com. That's how you get in touch. Last facts of the show. The British... Did prisoners of war quite differently. You would imagine a prisoner of war would be in a fairly horrible place. Yeah, the they mud, sent them to Australia, didn't they? Yeah. Terrible sanitation, awful food. We had a place called Trent Park at one point during World War II, and we let the prisoners of war live in absolute luxury. They could wander around the spacious grounds. We had bugged the place. We bugged the place and we, let them, we left them to it and they were just chatting about what was going on. They were chatting about what was going on over in Nazi Germany. They were giving the Allies loads of information, uh, such as the location of a V2 rocket facility. Nearly 60 Germans were captured and held at Trent Park. And they were, there were microphones hidden in trees and in bushes, millions of them planted in daffodil bulbs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So no not no as a microphone's planted in a million daffodil bulbs and yeah they were recording everything and Mr Lustig who was a bloke that kind of came up with this said that they weren't very conspicuous they were just kind of there but the german generals didn't want to know and just chatted about everything i would think if i was a prisoner of war cam, you know i'm using a bit of common dog So whose idea about what's was going this on the homeland whose idea was this to send them to the microphone area well i don't know specifically whose idea but a guy called Mr Lustig was very much part of this. Right. And it was... So it was to do with Brit- Britain. I, I got a bit lost. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was a prisoner of war camp in Britain during World War II called Trent Park. The thing is, right. you, had ping- you had people who were listening to almost everything. Listeners had an ear cr- across all the microphones from the moment they wake up to the moment they went to, see- uh, to, to sleep. The conversation I've was heard... only recorded when it touched on sensitive topics. I've heard things like this before. Like... Well... Some of the decisions that we've definitely made have been ridiculous. The, uh, am I right in thinking that, like a long time ago, now correct me on the type of person that it was that we sent there, but we're we getting were sending into like murky water. Yeah, he's gonna get, he's <laughs> getting on his soapbox again. <laughs> we're, no, we're getting into murky water that you don't know who it was, you don't know when it was. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. You don't know if you're right. <laughs> we were sending at some point. We were sending prisoners to Australia. Well, yeah, I mean, the, this is this is years ago. So the famous, yeah, but it's like, the, why would we we're sending them? I would go there. It's, you know, thirty degree e, beaches, lovely blue seas, wonderful. But this was this was at the point where we didn't like Australia was a very new country at the time. So right. we we sent we we sent a lot of prisoners there. Then it's you totally had better than bloody UK though, wouldn't it? Well, then you had what was called the ten pound Poms, where you you would pay a tenner. I mean, it was a bit more expensive because ten pound at the time was. And you could take your family there, you could go and make a new life. Do you know where would you know why they call us p- poms? Prisoners of Her Majesty's Empire. So they call us there because we're back over in Brighty. We're stuck in the Queen's Domain. So, yeah, that's all about Trent Park, one of the most luxurious and deceptive prisoners of war camp of World War II that was right here in good old Great Britain. <laughs> Mark, give us your last fact of the show. The sale of chewing gum is down 15% since the iPhone launched. (laughs) Now, the main reason for this... (laughs) What a change. I love it. We've gone from, like, prisoners to... The sale of chewing gum is down 15%. (laughs) Yeah. And it's all down to the iPhone. Because where do you buy gum in the supermarket? When you're waiting at the queue, when you're waiting at the till. However... People don't look around anymore, see the chewing gum, pick it up, because you're on yeah. your phone, because your phone is able to do more. Makes so sense. the it's iPhone like, is yeah. blamed for a global downturn in the sale of chewing gum. It's like Vaseline pots, at Primark. I, I, I feel it. I, I get it too. Yep. If there's one thing I don't care about is the downturn of chewing gum, I really don't like chewing I like eating it, but I hate seeing other people chew chewing gum. So you're like, it's if chewing gum is going to exist, it. it can only be for you. It's manky, isn't it? It's like people put it everywhere. Do you remember? Here's some naughty nostalgia. Do you remember for a brief period, like chewing gum companies, like Wrigley or Extra or something, they did those like little like ice sheets. And they were kind of like yeah, thin strips yeah, that you put yeah. in their mouth they and they were, disappeared. They were so, so good. You used to put one of them in and drink some Coke Coca-Cola right? and like fizz up and just spurt everywhere. Pointless. They were like tiny little sheets of mint that you put in your tongue and then they dissolved. They were absolutely pointless. Kind you of resembled, kind of resembled what I can imagine acid being like when you say yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's like mental where there is like a bunch of five-year-olds walking around putting little strips on their tongue. Weird. It was but very yeah. strange, and yeah. they, they disappeared as soon as they appeared. Really. Um. Yeah. What else might be? Do- I don't know. What else Minty fresh though. I remember the first time I ever tried chewing gum. My mum chewed it first. Well, that, that's as bad as the bath thing. Then gave it to me. Yeah. Tasted weird. Bit like spit. Yeah, yeah, uh-uh. yeah. Uh-uh. I feel good. like most of the goodness has gone by that point. I um, I, I was never allowed chewing gum because whenever I had it early on, I would just swallow it straight away.
1: I don't know why. Rookie like, move.
0: A little strange compulsion. Dan <laughs> uh, <laughs> swallowed the chewing gum again. <laughs> oh, what's he done? Yeah, Oh chewing gum swallow Simo. I tell you what, that's it's an interesting link. It's an interesting link that they figured it out. They yeah. figured it out makes, that's the connection. That's I guess it makes that, g- that is to blame. It makes complete sense, doesn't it? Like it, it's yeah, it makes absolute sense because everyone's just in the queues on their phones. We are all have bloody phones all the time. I'd love to know what else has actually been sacrificed a little bit due to us always being on phones. It'd be interesting, isn't it? Sex life. I think sex life's up there. Being genuinely serious, I think. Yeah, I think there's a stat that people have much much less sex than they had because people are just on their phones in bed. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah. sex. Ne- watching a the bunch whole of people idea of on Netflix dance. and chill has actually made the ri- the Netflix and chill less common. Because people would just Netflix. I'm having, well, I'm probably having more sexy time because when I'm on my phone, I flick on TikTok and all I get is crap. All I get is nudie people because that's what TikTok thinks I want. It's true. You opened your phone as we walked into the studio and there was some woman talking about pegging. Shocking, isn't it? Don't that's make that I'm... a viral clip because I'll get told off. <laughs> Connor, give us your last fact to the show. Uh, so turtles, uh, the shell on a turtle is actually part of their skeleton. So a turtle's shell is as much a part of its body as our skeleton is to ours. The shell is made of two pieces. It's called the carapace, which is the top and the plastron, which is the bottom, which are fused together on each side as what is called a bridge, basically. So almost the shell is kind of squashed around what would be the spine of the skeleton. So it's basically just out for everyone to see tell me this when you read that fact mm. how surprised were you that it's it's not like a lizard that's just in a home that's a big shell like that they can't exist without the shell yeah no i was obviously i was like kind of makes sense but i was also sitting there thinking normally, any other animals out there that i can think of where bone is not covered by or protected by skin it's there you know can not really think and i was like that's kind of cool I think yeah, it, normally, if you see bone and no skin, then you should go to the hospital. It's got a, it's got a layer of keratin on the top, and keratin, it, it, I guess, is the skin of it. It's the protection. Keratin's what makes your hair and your nails, so that's why it's so hard. I think there are about seventeen. I think normally is it thirteen or seventeen bits of the shell on top kind of fit together like a jigsaw. Just discovered that. Did you one Thursday night, <laughs> <and it was laughs> Papa John's and. What the why? How do you just reel that off? What the? I get I it interested. with history. I, I, I get was, it with history, mate. But it's a turtle's skeleton. Bruv. I was what? interested. Have you ever taken a turtle apart before and gone? i put this back together. Oh, it's wa- like a jigsaw. I wanted to know. Not a standard Thursday night. So, and this actually, this is quite serendipitous because it was only. You a, can answer explain that word. It for was only anyway. you know. No, was, I know it it's serendipity. I've seen the film. Great film. Because it was only a few days ago that I actually genuinely. I saw a turtle and I thought, I wonder if the shell is part of their body or not. So I looked it up and that's how I know those facts, Connor. So are you telling me that you that you found this fact because you typed in facts about turtles? It's not like you were just interested in turtles looking anyway and you came across that and thought, oh, I'll share that with the lads. I went on Google and put facts you never knew Reddit and that was like the fourth one. Uh, well, thank you very much. Um, it's been a... a too, too many friends quotes for one episode, I would say. Thank you very much for listening to the show. What have we learnt? Well, the 99 ice cream was named for the king of Italy. Also, if you start saying the longest word ever now, you'll be done in three and a half hours. Uh, and next 14th of February, why don't you treat your beau... To a nice inhaler And celebrate asthma We will see you next week We've got a brand new uh, Connor explains The Nigel Awards That we're doing On Friday The best of the year Make sure you follow You'll get a brand new One of those If you see anyone That looks a bit like A Solero wandering Around New York That's probably me In my brand new Baffled top Come and say hello And we will see you Next week Baffledpod.com If you want to get in touch Find our TikTok Or buy any of our merch Say goodbye Mark Goodbye Goodbye. Say goodbye Connor Oh Salmon skin roll Ah, and I will see you next week. Until then, we were not on a break. Bye-bye.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50